0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
1: Keep your money local. Bring it home to a Windtrust Community Bank, home of Cubs Checking, with free ATMs nationwide. Find out more at Wintrust.com slash Cubs. Member FDIC. Welcome into our Cubs Talk podcast on NBC Sports Chicago and NBCSportsChicago.com so you Darvish goes back to Chicago, says he feels more pain in his pitching arm. Let's start right there. We'll get into the other stuff about you. But when you hear that, that can't be good.
0: Well, I mean, medically, you, <clears throat> medically your antennas are going up. I mean, right now he's already, you know, had injuries in the past, you know, coming Tommy John surgery. And early in the season, he's just not, you know, obviously performing well. But on top of that, now the health question is going backwards. So that in of itself is a concern, just whether he's going to be able to get back and the Cubs making a decision around the trade deadline on do they need to add something. It's getting to the point where they're going to have to do that.
2: Yeah, you have to add a pitcher right now because he was supposed to be your number two, number three behind John Lester. Now you don't really have one. anyone. Mike Montgomery is a better piece to have in the bullpen in the, in the, in the postseason. So you're going to have to go out and get someone that's quality but not have to give the bank up as well.
1: Yeah, you can't overpay to get a guy like this. When they did an MRI a week ago, 10 days ago, yeah. and the MRI showed nothing. Everything's good. You know, you're a little sore there. We're going to let it calm down. They've done that. He goes and throws a rehab assignment at South Bend on Monday, sitting at ninety-five, ninety-six. He yeah, looks well, well, good. Yeah. And then after the game, he says, yeah, I don't know. It still didn't feel great. Right. Does that concern you that maybe the MRI didn't show that there's a more serious situation?
0: Well, I mean, MRI, you know, it's not end-all, be-all. I mean, you have to trust what the player is saying about whether he can get that extension it's not there for whatever reason. And then, of course, you can get through a performance sometimes, and then the day after is what bites you. So, so you, you take that for what it's worth. I think there's other concerns of just how he's internalizing all this and, and the transition to Chicago and the performance issues. Uh, all of it seems to be co- you know sort of colliding and coming down at once.
1: All right. The other thing to talk about is you had an extended interview with Dylan Hernandez from the Los Angeles Times where he said a number of – Things that I would think would be alarming to his teammates, where he came out and said, "Number one, I don't want to be at the top step of the dugout when I am in LA with the Cubs because the fans are mad at me and they're going to boo me." I'm sure you guys have
2: been booed plenty. When you hear that, what do you think? I'm thinking he's a very insecure man right now, and I've I've dealt with just not knowing who I am. I I was a 290 here up through my first eight years of. in my in baseball and then I hit 220 and I really was didn't want to go to the field I didn't really know who I was I put my identity on my numbers and they went downhill so I was downhill so I understand where you Darvish is going through. but then it took me a year to really like understand that I'm growing through this trial I'm getting better through this, and I had my teammates around me picking me up. So that's the Cubs players have to really blanket him with love right now, and and he's the guy, he's a very tender-hearted guy, so the Cubs really have to come around him and circle him.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and it seems like he's losing sight of that part, right, the family aspect. I mean, you pick each other up. All players know what it's like to go through these things, not perform well. This is not new. Um, And he's a guy who's been, you know, a superstar in Japan. He's had uh, familiarity with being in the spotlight and all these things. So this is part of it. And uh, when you pay a guy a lot of money, and part of that money is your sort of communication with the media and the fans, uh, it's a little surprising after all this time he doesn't really uh, sort of get that, at least in his answers. Uh, And maybe because he's just been successful the whole time. I, I don't know. But that World Series was, you know, sort of seemed to flip something with him. And now, combine that with injury, that insecurity is at its peak.
1: He also came out and said, boy, I wish I would have pitched in this series because it will only be worse if I have to come here and pitch in the playoffs and they're going to be all over me. And. And I mean,
0: he's just he's thinking, yeah. he's just thinking too, much. too much. You know, he's worrying about too much stuff. And, look, yeah, you, the fans are they're tough. I played in Philadelphia, okay? So uh, fans are tough. I mean, it is part of it. And the expectation is extremely high because of the fact that he has obviously got this huge contract. So, uh, once again, I'm surprised he doesn't have this familiarity with the dynamics of it. I'm not saying it's always right and fair, but all those other players have gone through it or are going through it. Maybe they're getting booed. you got to be there right with them. And wear it. I got you back. And, and you know, and it's why is he, he saying all off?
2: this? You know, he could be thinking about it, but sometimes sometimes you don't, don't have to, to. And
1: pitch yeah, well. Yeah, talk okay. to there well. in pit. the big leagues. <laughs>
2: well. Go talk to the sports
1: tech college. Yeah, that's
2: why he's there. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, exactly. that's the thing. I don't know about his communication. That's the thing. Like to translator and I know there's a, there's a huge challenge culturally coming over. It's a it's a big transition. You have to understand that. Uh, but at the same time he's had a lot of time. And, and can do more to sort of endear himself differently because even if he's being really honest, it's coming off like, I don't, I don't want the ball, you know, whatever it is, and I'm, I'm the ace. I'm the guy that was brought in. Jake Arietta went out the door, by the way, the guy who probably eats like raw metal for lunch. And Correct. Stuff. So it's kind <laughs> of like a big contrast, and the Cubs fans are like, what are we doing here, you know?
1: Thank you for listening to our Cubs Talk podcast brought to you by our great partners at Wintrust, home of Cubs Checking.